Episode three, we in that thing. Wow, Trinity, we doing this. I pray that um, you know, you guys are listening, that you are sharing, that you are enjoying. And another thing is that you know, you talk back to us. Let us know, mm-hmm. you know, how you're liking it. Let us know. Let us how, know how you feel about certain things. Let us know if there's some topics you want us to talk about. We're open. It's only our third episode, so we have such. A long way to go. We're going to talk about some of everything. Yeah, and I know in our last episode, we said we will share uh, our email. Um, so that was my error on that. But any topics that you have that you would like for us to cover, um, and as far as like sharing like who you're rooting for with women, you can email, email us at info at linkingallwomen.com. Info, I-N-F-O. At linkingallwomen.com. Linking all women. Okay. Yeah. And speaking all speaking of linking all women, just a reminder, just in case you didn't know, this is a linking all women podcast. Yes. Thank you, Law. Thank you, Law. Thank you, Law, for putting us on. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So catching up, um, I'll I'll kind of start with me. Um, this over this past week, um, every a month at the top of the month i interview a woman in the community in milwaukee mm-hmm. who's doing great things um and shining a light um you know on the great work that they are doing and so this past month um this past week going into march is women's history month right. and Go women. i interviewed alder woman malele Cox. Yes. shout out to alder woman malele shout Cox. out to her and her family that yes. is a um Family that has been strong in our community here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, deep, deep political uh, community roots here. So it was a, it was a joy to interview her and to get her story. Um, and so if you haven't heard that, make sure you go to LincolnOutWomen.com. You can yes. also see it on Facebook yes. on Lincoln Out Women. And check out that interview. It's about uh, 15 minutes long, so yes. not too long. And to hear her story. And then also on this Thursday, uh, Alder Woman Cox has her um, annual Girls Day at City Hall event. Girls Day, coming okay. up. Yes. And you know what? Michelle Obama will be here as She'll well. be here that same morning. She'll be there as yeah. well. Yeah, well, that same evening. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so a so, lot going on Thursday. Yep. I'm actually going to a conference, too. Really? What yeah. are you on? 
Um, somewhere in Illinois. I'm excited about it. Okay. For my growth in yeah. the spirit and fellowship with my sister. So Thursday gonna be jumping off, y'all. Yeah. Thursday gonna be jumping that's off. That's what's up. Making moves. Making so moves. That that's been um my latest um highlight. Um, anything else you want to add to what's been going on with you? Um, how's the um how's the home improvement? Come home on. improvement, home remodel is just what it is. You're remodeling your house. They're taking all your money. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the home improvement stores, they're robbing me blind. But I'm happy about it. I thank God for it. Um, we've been in our home for probably 20 years. And I had got to the point where I was like, oh, you know, I was telling my husband I wanted to move. And I wanted to have certain things, have a, have a certain layout in my house. And God just said, why don't you use what you have or look at what you have. And I did that, and God blessed us with an amazing contractor. And we kind of redid our whole downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's so inviting. It's so it inviting. Is. I wish I, I can't can, wait to shoot. I know, right? I can't wait to. A live podcast show. Oh, wow. From my crib. That means I got to clean crib. up. I got to decorate. Anybody yeah. knows me No, I do not like to decorate. Speaking of decorating, <laughs> I read in an article uh, yesterday that wallpaper is back in style. Yeah. I don't know why it went out of style. You know, some people think that's a little bit old-fashioned, outdated. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, me. it's back in style. Well, the thing is, who gets to determine your style? I mean, I, I mean, after a while now, everybody going to be able to determine what our style is. If I like it, I like it. Hey. And so we got to know how to just, hey, flow with what works. Yeah. Flow with what works. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I like just painted walls now because wallpaper, that take work, too. It sometimes does. Sometimes it's peeling, peeling it down. However, I do have wallpaper in one area, but it's that kind where you can lay it and then you can paint over it. Oh, And it has like gotcha. a little design in it, so that's really cool. So, yeah. yeah so, guys, are you excited about decorating? Um, No. I'm super excited about it being done. Okay. No, I'm not excited about decorating. That's not my thing. Yeah. We just, as long as my house that's clean. That's not your roots. That's just... not my roots. Okay. No. As long as the house clean, you know, no extra critters in the house besides the ones that I yeah. birthed, the ones that I married, and myself. Um, she's no. so petty. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. I no. I I'm not a great decorator. Most of the people, if you come to my house and you see it that way, you come ten years from now, it's gonna be the same way. But it'll be clean. Mm-hmm. It'll be clean. You know, everything will be good quality. But I, I'm not that. I'm not that chick. Yeah, we're switching up all. I'm not that chick. I hear that. Yeah. And, no. Yeah. However, I did get some paint on my pants. You. <laughs> my black pants. Anybody, you know. Women know about having a black pair of pants, a black pair of slacks. You know True. your good pants, your good slacks. The ones like you wear at least once every week. At least once. You hear me? And um, I got some pain on them, and it broke my heart. So mm. my weekend was spent uh, last week looking for a pair of good slacks. Okay. A good pair of black slacks, a good pair of black jeggings, or what have you. And I found them. Mm. So you just been getting your HGTV on. <laughs> yeah, HGTV uh Fashion, all, all of that, and I'm happy, and that that's good enough for me. That's that, good enough. It don't take much. That? It don't take much for Miss Way. It don't take much. That's what's. So up. that's all I have. That is what's up. All right, let's move into this week in review. And just FYI, uh, we are recording on Tuesdays, and we usually release our uh, show on Wednesdays. Yes. Um. So the news that you hear, it's usually uh from that. Monday to Tuesday, all the way on to that next Monday to Tuesday. That's okay. where we're at. So this week in review, 
in the faith community, uh, there was a major, major event that had taken place Mm -hmm. um, this Sunday in the city of Atlanta, Georgia. ATL. ATL. Just installed uh, Dr. Jamal Bryant Mm -hmm. as pastor of New Birth Missionary Baptist Church. That's what I heard Mm -hmm. one young lady say. She said Missionary Baptist Church. Missionary. I heard that. But um, they just installed him as the pastor, the mm-hmm. senior pastor, and I thought that was really cool. I didn't watch the entire service, but what I saw thus far, because it is two and a half, three hours long, so I needed some time. Um, however, what I did see was beautiful. Mm-hmm. We we had a representative here from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Bis- okay. Bishop Sedwood Daniel. Shout out to okay, him. Okay, shout out to Bishop Holy Sedgwick. Redeemer. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there. He did a prayer mm-hmm. at the service. Um, there was a young lady. She did a spoken word. You guys got to check it out. She did a spoken word early at the beginning of the service. Um, in honor of Dr. Jamal Bryant, it was off the chain. Mm. And um, just the entire service, I believe it was Bishop William Murphy who kind of moderated the whole uh, service. Okay. It was beautiful. I'm happy for him. Yeah. You know, if God tell you to move or do something different, he took a chance. Right. Against, you know, mm. dealing with all the naysayers or what have you. And so I pray good success. That's one thing we have to do. In the Christian community, even if people make decisions that you don't understand, you still want to pray for good success. Right. You really do. And because sometimes it looks like it's an unpopular decision. It's unpo- right. But yeah. you got to you gotta do what you believe that the Lord is saying to you. And so we um, bid him Godspeed. We also thank God for Empowerment Temple. That was the, ch- the church that he founded, and that's in Baltimore. Be more. Yeah, we thank God for them, and we pray, you know, even as they go forward and um, much success. So I thank God for the move of God. It just lets us know, because I know um, uh, Pastor John Gray, he did something like this, a big move, and mm-hmm. people had their comments. Right, yeah, that was what, back in May of last yeah, year? last year. Yeah. And, and I, I say that to say is we have to be careful, you know, in a Christian community, not to always, you know, give our opinion in such a negative way and just say, hey, if the Lord said it, we got to mm-hmm. trust, you know, we got to trust God and mm-hmm. we got to believe God for you. Right. And so I, I believe that the faith community is stepping out. They're taking bigger steps. Yeah. They're not afraid. Not afraid. Yeah. They're being, you know. Uh, a lot of big things have yeah, been happening. Unconventional and just mm-hmm. making moves. And that's what we should do. We should be the ones um, making the news. We should be the ones that are impacting society, impacting culture, impacting community, and all. The, and and to be honest, these people are making a difference in the lives of the people. They're not mm-hmm. just preaching in their churches. They're going out into the communities. That is true. They're going out into the communities and they're making a difference. And that's what it's all about. That's true. And that's Dr. Jamal mm-hmm. Bryant is known yeah. largely for and can getting preach. our community. Yeah, and can teach. So yeah, he yeah, and, on um, both ends. Yeah, and if you watch his services, which are on YouTube, available. Mm-hmm. I love available services. <laughs> I just watch them sometimes. Um, people are joining mm-hmm. and people are coming back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thank God for that community, especially that church community who've been through a lot. We all know we don't have to repeat everything that happened, but they've been through a lot and and people are coming back. Yeah. And that's what we want. We just want folks to be saved. We want people to be under the umbrella of the of the Lord. Right. And that's all that matters. Right. So, yeah, that that's beautiful. For him to be able to transition, um, and, and his and Bishop Eddie Long wife is still there. Yeah, that says a lot. And 
<laughs> Dr. Jamal Bryant's ex-wife was there. Yeah. So I'm like, y'all better do that. Go ahead, represent. Come on here. Represent. And um, and she was cute. And She was, <laughs> speaking of fashion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was fly. She was She was fly. on it. So yeah, like, if I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be here. Right. <laughs> let me let me be here. Let me be here and represent. Go ahead with that in sparkling. style. Yeah, she did. That in style, sparkling all the way from everywhere. But anyway, <laughs> and they were wearing all black, right? Well, well the she... choir was. Yeah. No, she didn't have on all black. She okay. had a little something. It was like it was green or blue. I couldn't really tell through the thing. Okay. But it has like a little rhinestone or diamond. Um, zipper or something mm-hmm. all the way beautiful and his daughters were just gorgeous because they're cute they're just beautiful ladies anyway right. it was just a nice setting you know and i'm sure it did it hurt his heart well to have so much support yeah that's amazing and we talk about generations yep. and just to see that he comes from that lineage and yes. legacy yes his father is a bishop preaching. in the ame church so mm-hmm. yeah Amen. and it's just it you know what it is uh chris more yes. so um Sometimes people know what you go through and they think you're going to stay down. Right. And this is a this the comeback. Here. And I was just going to say that, like, yeah. for him, I know that has to feel like, you know what, God, I trusted your yeah. plan. I stick to your plan. Yeah, that's and, what you say. Yeah, you know, I always say stick to the God plan. And that's not easy. It's not easy. And even when you going through, you just keep going. Yeah. Hold your head up mm-hmm. and, and just keep on moving. And, I, you know, I eventually, because I know about that. You mm-hmm. just keep going. And eventually you'll go all the way through all the foolishness, all the gossip, all the lies, yeah. all the all the truths, all the everything. And you just you look up and you realize I done been through that. You don't yeah. even have to look back. So I I'm I'm a I'm a celebrator yeah. of people who make a great comeback. Yep. And, and that, that, that was a life. great comeback. That blessed my life. Great comeback, you know, as a human being. But yep. also in the kingdom. Yep, in the kingdom. In the kingdom, yeah. that is an example of, you yeah, know, because it's going to work out for my good. A lot of people we celebrate in the Bible. Oh, Peter. Oh, David. Yeah. All these, these people have went through. Mm. And they came back. And yeah. so this is this is nothing but the Lord showing himself mighty and strong. Yeah. So that's great, you know. We, we got to give a big ups. Uh, we making things happen. Yes. Great, great, great. All right, in culture, uh, I've seen a beautiful picture uh, of Chance the Rapper. Okay. He got married to his longtime girlfriend, who he met around nine years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet they got a story. I bet they do. <laughs> but congratulations. I don't really know what mm-hmm. what he does. Or... He's a rapper from Chicago. Okay. And he has a, uh, you know, he has a couple of hit songs. What's his hit song? Ch- um... See? You don't want nobody. Well, uh, wait, now you getting me. <laughs> Did she just put me on well, the spot? We celebrate you, Chance love... the Rapper, even though she don't know your song. <laughs> I love Chance. I just can't think. You know, honestly, because he haven't um, produced any music as of late. Okay. Yeah, but no, he has great body of work. Okay. Um. So... Congrats to him, the Bennett. Congratulations. The Bennett. Anytime you decide to do it right. Getting married. Go ahead. Now, have you heard about those um, Kanye West soul sessions? I saw Sunday one. service. I saw one. I thought it was okay. I didn't understand it. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. But, I mean, it was happening, though. <laughs> the music was good. The choir was live. Everybody was rocking. So, that's all I really can say about that. Yeah. 
You, what do you know about it? I don't know too much about it. I just know it was lit. And they call it soul sessions? I just said that. Oh, okay. Because I feel, I mean, that's what I was feeling. Oh, it was in your soul. Mm-hmm. Huh. And it was a session. And what I do know, I did hear, is like they take, sometimes they take R&B songs uh-huh. or their secular songs and then they change it. And mix it up. To glorify God, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. I yeah. mean, he's talented. He is we, very I talented. Mean, he just is. He's mm-hmm. talented. He's a great writer, and so more power to him. If it brings you back to your roots mm-hmm. of, you know, getting it back in touch with, you know, God and all that, I celebrate it. Go ahead. That's what's up. Now, in politics, there has uh, been major, major news uh, announced on yesterday, and that news hit our hometown, the city of Milwaukee. We have been selected to host the 2020 Democratic National Convention. Oh, yeah. Major news. Major news. That is scheduled uh, for next year in the week of, uh, in the month of July, from mm. the 13th through the 16th. Um, so that is exciting, exciting news. Congratulations, Milltown. Yeah. That's going to be a big deal. Yeah. That's going to be a big deal. A major I know deal. you were saying that people getting their houses ready for right. Airbnb. Right. Some people are thinking about doing Airbnb. And all of that. I, uh, you know, uh, my assumption is that a new, a lot of new jobs are going to be open to make sure this is a success That's event. awesome. That's awesome. We I mean, need it. Big. We deserve it. Yeah, we deserve it. You know, it. our Milwaukee Bucks are doing well. So we're getting a lot of... Um, spotlight on milwaukee again we are are. so now we get the democratic um Mm -hmm. national convention now i i read i read i seen a tweet uh you know because everybody has their response and opinions to what because we did beat out two major cities miami and houston um yeah we did and um the the leader of the Democratic Party, uh, Tom, I believe his name is Tom Perez, he was saying that the reason why he chose to host the, the convention in Milwaukee was because that he feels that this will help the Democrats to be able to beat President Trump. Right, because Wisconsin is a battle state ground. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, it is said that um, Trump should not have won Wisconsin, but mm-hmm. he did win in the last election because the Democrats per se, Hillary Clinton, didn't come here mm-hmm. and campaign and didn't pay this state enough attention. Yeah. And so um, now the attention is on us, so it is our job to make sure it's not in vain. Right. That we yeah. get out there and vote, we get out there and, um, you know, show our support, we get out there, open our mouths, and, and speak our truths mm-hmm. so that they can take us seriously. But, and also that the Democrats, um, the Democratic Party, yeah. I, I think it's not really like that we weren't doing our job, but they understand That's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They yeah. understand that we matter. That we matter. So they, they came to us like we matter. You know, that could be a word. Yeah. You know, you putting in work. <laughs> And somebody may forget about you. Yeah. Then they got to turn back they around. Turn back. Don't say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They got to turn back around and I say, did. you know what? Let me turn back around and bless you in hey. a major way. Hello. In a major way. And one of the tweets, uh, someone has said, because, you know, everybody had a, has their opinion about it, good or bad. And someone has said, hopefully the DNC going to Milwaukee is a sign that Democrats learn from 2016. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's enough said. Yep. The end. The Period. end. Period. Yeah, so that's major news. Shout out to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, yes, yeah. What you been listening to lately? Uh, I listen to a lot of music like we always say, but the mm-hmm. music I'm dig- digging right now is Jessica Reedy. Mm-hmm. Is it Reedy? Not Ready. 
Jessica Reedy. Well, she stay ready because the vocals. Stay, her vocals is on point. On but point. anyway, Jessica Reedy, she has a new song. Uh, it's called Can't Hold Me Back Off the Chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've loved her anyway. Um, her last CD, it includes some amazing cuts on there like Flow, mm-hmm. Better, or what have you. But this song, Can't Hold Me Back, I got it on repeat. It's just, it's inspiring. It's uplifting. It gets you moving. And then it just ministers to you that no matter what the enemy try to throw your way, mm-hmm. can't hold you back. Even if he tries to use things and make it look like it's this, is that, is that. We know you working behind the scenes and you can't hold me back. Okay. So I just... Would you like to sing a tune? <laughs> Not right, me, me, me. No, okay. not right now. Okay, but I, we'll I can. We we'll come. I can, you. but no, I can't. But I, I love her. I went to Dallas. The last time I was in Dallas, I um went to visit um the Potter's House, Bishop T D J Church. Oh yes, and, beautiful church. Yes. Oh my God, amazing experience. And she was um a guest soloist that day, and she sung her song better. You know. And it just blessed my soul. And she sounds even more angelic in person okay. than even on her um, on her records, on her CDs or what have you. So just to see this come out, it blessed my life. It was encouragement. And so that's who I'm jamming to right now. Okay. Okay. I uh, This past weekend, I was jamming to a women empowerment mix. Uh, shout out to Social X organization here. Uh, they host event and curate events for millennials. Oh, do they? Yes, they do. And so... Uh, I wonder why I never heard of it. Is it because it's for millennials? Because it's for mi- okay. millennials. Whatever. <laughs> Social X. But anyway... <laughs> yeah, so they, they do amazing things in the community. And they host um, and curate events for millennials in the city. And the ladies, a few of the ladies from the organization, they sent out a women empowerment mix for International Women's Day. Oh, how cool. So that was uh, what was, was going what? on. March 8th? Right. That yeah. was March 8th. Go women. Was that a Friday? That's a Friday. That was Friday. Uh, so that was that was major. You've seen women all over the world and social yeah. media celebrating. I know, girl. I got yeah, post You celebrated. Happy. I did. Happy. I got post happy. I love women. I celebrate women. Yeah. I love being a woman. I, yeah. And and um, it just was a, you know, it was just a good move. It and was. why not? You why know not? what I'm saying? I yeah. got three daughters and who I um, thank God for. And then I have amazing friends and family. Of course, we celebrate You got women. a granddaughter? I do. Yeah. I got a grand girl. She is a little woman. She oh is. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was exciting to see uh, women celebrating all over the world. It was. It because was. who won the world? Girls. Basically. Hello. All right. So that was cool. That was cool to see. All right. Um that's so yeah, I was listening to that mix and that's so yeah, I was listening to that mix and um I'm still listening to pretty much same music, you know? Same music. Same music. Just grabbing music from everywhere grabbing and they music put it in the playlist. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. You got anybody you rooting for? Um, I do. I am rooting for this young lady, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> y'all, this is Senator, no, State Senator from Arkansas. And, and, and give me ahead. a moment. Uh, let me remind you. 
guys that you are able you are able to send in who you are rooting for so make sure you're following us at her roots podcast online and Mm -hmm. you can send in your submissions you can comment on the page you can send in your submissions at info at lincolnwomen.com because we don't want to only just share who we're rooting for but we want to hear you who you admire who you're rooting for who's making a difference and let's talk about it yes so the person i have um is state senator Stephanie Flowers, and she's out of Arkansas. Oh yeah, she went in. <laughs> she she went in. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna do? I set it up a little bit. I'm gonna let y'all hear a little bit of it. They were in session, and they were looking at a bill for uh, stand your ground in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play you this little clip of how she felt about this thing. Okay, here it is. No, I don't. What the hell you gonna do? Shoot me? It doesn't take much to look on the local news every night and see how, how many black kids, black boys, black men are being killed with these stand your ground defenses that these people raise. Then they get up. So I take issue with that. I'm the only person here of color, okay? I am a mother too and I have a son and I care as much for my son as y'all care for y'all's but my son doesn't want the same path as yours does so this debate deserves more time Mm, that was so deep and it's so much more um, to this clip but I thought that that was beautiful that um, she just spoke up, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times people are making laws and pushing bills and, and speaking on issues where it really don't affect them. And she got tired of that. It's like, hey, I'm the only African-American up in this room. Yeah, Y'all pushing these laws. But listen here, it affects me more than just by words. Right. I have a black son. I'm from the black community. And I just appreciate how she wasn't afraid to speak her truth. And I don't. you may not have heard it on here, but they were trying to silence her and tell her, calm down, be quiet. Quiet, don't say this. You need to this, you need to that. And she didn't she let them know you cannot silence me mm-hmm. i'm gonna speak what i have to speak this matters to me and it needs more time and it needs more attention to it and so i celebrate her because yeah. i know what it's like to be a mama mm-hmm. i know what it's like to have sons and of course we know what it's like to be amongst our community and see you know our young men and even sometimes our young women perish at the hands right. of um paranoid mm-hmm people with handguns or what have you and so mm-hmm. i just celebrate her ain't nothing like a mama fighting about her yes yeah, <laughs> the she safety of her kid. and she went out i mean i know y'all heard hell or what have you and she said a whole lot of customers and i say customer because that's my grandbaby called cuss words <laughs> he called them customers and so she she said some customers i didn't want to play it for y'all but she let them know it, it hit her spirit mm. she got she got serious about that thing so i celebrate state senator uh, Stephanie Flowers out of Shout Arkansas. Out to her. Yeah, Arkansas. way to represent us this month. And to my understanding, if I am correct, and I could be wrong, but I don't think, um, I think I'm correct that the bill that they were bringing up was defeated. Mm. And so, hey, her um, her rent was not in vain. Her rent was not in vain. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. 
Thank you for fighting for us. Sen- yes. Senator Flowers? Senator State Center. Senator State Center Flowers. Stephanie Flowers Stephanie out of Flowers. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. Right, Little Rock. Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Because State Center, you cover all the state. Right. I'm not sure. What I just said Little Rock because I thought I seen it. Um, oh, but, okay. You know, don't, mm-hmm. not sure. Cool beans, cool beans. So shout out to her we are rooting for her as we are rooting for many other women yes all right our topic for today um this is part two episode three mm-hmm. part two of generational advantage so um on last week's episode uh we talked about uh, the generational advantages of you know um how things are now as it relates to love and relationships um we talked about um careers um in the workforce mm-hmm. we talked about you know church religion things like that um am i missing anything something we talked about last uh, week we talked about relationships Did yeah you say relationships yep. we mm-hmm. talked about all that and we and more so we just talked about it from our generational advantage our yeah, perspective our perspective and so today we we wanted to kind of finish up and one thing we wanted to hit was the the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. right now. the sexual assault and misconduct, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, and talk a little bit about uh, finance, a little bit about yeah, mm-hmm. and with the sexual assault, um, I was just looking at some things and I realized how right now everything is becoming so much more open, so much more exposed. Um, people feel like they having a have a voice, as we shared before. You know, this generation they speak out more. And sometimes people want to silence, you know, you guys. But there is an advantage to speaking out because I tell you, a lot of times when you expose things, it no longer has power mm-hmm. over it. And so with this Me Too movement, I know that um, it just seems like as of right now, all of the black men are being um, pointed out or what have you. But to be honest, it doesn't matter what race what the race is of any person that's doing it is wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, from my perspective, I know we come from a time where you just didn't talk about things. You know, you you suppressed it. Mm-hmm. You know, you kept it a secret because what go on in this house, you don't talk about. Or, you know, what so-and-so did, you know, you just try to move forward or what have you. And so now, you know, it's get to a place where people just open their mouths and yeah. say it but when i look at the people that are speaking out now it's really people from my generation because they have suppressed it so long yeah, that's true and now yeah. they're just pouring it out mm-hmm. i saw um and it's opening the door for other generations open, to speak yeah out. it is yeah. um there's a senator um senator martha mcsally she um uh, revealed that she um, was raped by a superior office while she was serving in the Air Force. Now, wow. she's 52 years old, so she hasn't been in there in a while. But the point is, it's just it's, it's stirring up everyone to say, hey, you know, this happened to me. This wasn't good for me. I see how this has affected my life, mm-hmm. and I need to get it out. I can recall even in my own life that I didn't remember something had happened to me until I was probably in my 30s. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think I had just suppressed it, didn't pay it any attention. You pushed it down or what have you. And it's just it's just amazing how 
things can happen to you and traumatize you in such a way where you just totally block it out. Mm -hmm. And then something happens and it triggers it. Yeah. Especially with the stories and the documentaries. Um, You know, it's bringing up a lot for people. It is. It's causing you to, like, remember things that you suppressed, like you said, Mm -hmm. and and address it. Uh, These movements um, are causing us to really address what's going on in our communities. And what what matters to me right now is we're, we're at sexual assault, sexual abuse. But I looked at sexual misconduct. Mm -hmm. And I looked at that because if we can get this conduct under control, we hope that it doesn't lead to the abuse or the assault. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of things where the conduct is improper. You know, people are mismanaging people and you're mishandling people. And and that's how you kind of reel people in. I was watching the interview with Oprah for Leaving Neverland. Right, yeah. And they were just talking about how this is their alleged. They alleged that how Michael Jackson had just got them writing. You know, he coached them and he prepared them long before he, quote unquote, touched them or mm-hmm. did anything to them. And even if that did or did not happen, the point is that is not the only story. And that is how abuse and assault can happen okay there are times of course where you're snatched up and it's just out of your control Mm -hmm. but a lot of times it's because that abuse comes from people you trust right yeah it comes from people you trust and you get coached um they often say that they have coached you know the parents yeah um they or bribe you know through bribery through money and things like that Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we got to get our sexual conduct under control. Mm -hmm. We got to know what's proper and what's improper. Mm -hmm. Um, And that makes me think about the finance part mm -hmm. as far as um, us, you know, knowing our worth Mm -hmm. and and not, um, you know, making sure that we don't choose um, monetary gain Mm -hmm. over ourselves and our family members that's in regards to you thinking about the leaving neverland yes and then um surviving Um, surviving r R kelly Kelly. and Mm -hmm. even with the harvey weinstein yeah um all of those different and whoever is dealing with this at home because there might be someone who's listening who is dealing with this at home they they you know they it's going on in their families they've never addressed it it's happening to them and these stories and these individuals are um you know causing you to really face what you have suppressed for years mm-hmm. it's triggering it mm-hmm. and it's bringing and and the, and the bless the good thing is it is coming up you know we got to learn or we have to remember that we don't have to be ashamed the one way you know it keeps people stuck is shame mm-hmm. or you feel like it's your fault you know if somebody is touching you improperly or making unwanted advances at you um doing things that don't make you feel comfortable that is not you know your fault however i recognize that in times past we almost been made to feel like it's our mm-hmm. fault well don't dress like that don't look like that well why are you up in their face and why this it still doesn't give people a right to um violate Mm -hmm. violate me in any way shape or form and also you know for men it's even worse because most men like to be in control well abuse assault and all of that it takes the control away from you right and so they have it even harder because you know there's something that hits their um their ego almost Mm -hmm. to say you know what 
wow, it makes me kind of shrink. Yeah. You know, yeah. internally. And so this is this is like a serious uh, matter. I think it's an important matter. I think it's something that should be addressed in every um every atmosphere, every arena, every um mm-hmm. social sector, in your home, on your job, in your churches. Yeah. Um um, it should be schools, touched on everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. And, mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, I believe that God is exposing this so we can all get right. Mm-hmm. You know, if everybody, if we could just get right and not let the enemy win, one of the greatest, well, three of the greatest ways that the enemy can win with us and take advantage of us, of us uh, by manipulating us is through money, through power, and through sex. Yeah. And so we have to remember to keep all those things in line mm-hmm. and, and and remember that uh, to keep ourselves up before the Lord that we don't let those things rule our life. Yeah, and that's that's very important. It's true because that's that's what it can do and that's what it has been doing that's for generations and generations and generations. Because think about it. Most of the time, the perpetrator has the money. Right. He's already powerful. Or he's in authority. Yeah, has influence. And he uses sex. And he uses sex. You yeah. So saying? all those three. He or she. I'm he sorry. Because there are female perpetrators uh-huh. as well. And so we got to. And even if you don't have all three, you have one of them. Yep. Because even when I hear about stories, um, whether it be a man or a female that has been affected by this, say that, that you have influence. So right. if you were a right. police officer and right. you were assaulting someone, you know, so you either have one or the three yeah. or all of the three. Right. And think about it. If you have all of the three, just how right. difficult it is for a person to be able to, to turn it down. That. Yeah. To yeah. say no. Yeah. Um, especially when you are a child. So when we see the stories and say if you were nine years old and then now you're 39 years yeah. old. And you're coming out and you're sharing your story. I mean, it's it's kind of, um, you know, it's hard for us to say that that didn't happen to them. Right. You know, we can't really say, oh, this didn't happen to you. Because think about some of the things that you have suppressed in your life. Right. Um, even if it's not related to this issue, you know. And so it takes time for us to really be comfortable and express how we feel about something that we have experienced in right. our life. And you know what? The main thing is... Even if it wasn't the act, because some say, well, did they penetrate? Did they not? Look about the misconduct of it. Mm-hmm. How we um, behave improperly. You know, how someone behaves improperly towards you. Mm-hmm. All of that mattered. Everything is a trigger. And, and we have to um, begin to really uh, know, like you said, our own worth and what matters, what is right. Mm-hmm. It becomes the responsibility of parents to continue to teach our children what is right it becomes the responsibility of our friends and our family members as we are adults Mm -hmm. to uh keep each other and affirm one another so that when you're found in particular situations you don't feel like you have to settle because what i'm finding is you know abuse don't just happen to children yeah it happens to adults adults and sometimes you know a person may feel like i gotta do this in order to or i have to accept this in order to and it makes me mm -hmm. think about because we talked a little bit about it on last week's episode about how we view people in their positions right. and their influence right. and idols. Yeah. Um, and I and I think we're at a place where we are really starting to um, look at people and really understand even though they have influence, they are still a human being. Right. And so although I may have this type of role in the world, 
mm-hmm. separate my role from what I do mm-hmm. in the community. What do I do on my job or what I do or who I, you know, what I lead at church. Um, I'm human and I struggle mm-hmm. and unfortunately that may be my struggle. Mm-hmm. So then that, that, that leads me to talk about, you know, what are we doing to get into the place to know you know what? I don't have to do this. Yeah. I don't have to go through this mm-hmm. anymore. I am empowered. I'm the righteousness of God. I am who God says I yeah. am. This body is mine. Right. I don't have to really share with that. you if yep. I don't want to. Hell, but you know what? And I think about the other side. Flip the coin. I think about the perpetrator who have been, um, they have experienced molestation. That is true. So the other side of the coin is these, the you know, and it brings me back to that healing piece of, they have not dealt with what happened to them. Right. And so because they haven't, and they because they had never had really an outlet to deal with that, they act out in these manners. So it is affecting it people and generations and families because they have been touched. Yeah. You know, they have, um, you know, people have um, assaulted them. The thing is, it's just, it's so real. That's why it's so valuable that the conversations are being had because you're exposing the secrets of the enemy. You're exposing the secrets of of, of the taboo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And once you expose it, people are beginning to listen. And heal people, heal people. True. And That's so point. you got to just keep talking about it because hurt people will hurt people. Mm-hmm. So heal people will heal people. And, and and like you said earlier, we can't be like, well, that, that didn't happen to you or they lying or whatever. We don't know the truth. What we can do is we can listen. Mm-hmm. We can. What do you think that, what do you think we are learning right now generationally um, dealing with these coming to the uh, forefront, you know, it's 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 in the news, and so like you can't hide from it. I can tell you, know, you what it's on I social media. Me. I can tell you what I learned from me. I've learned that even though I didn't talk about it, it had an effect on my life. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so even when we try to not say nothing or we ignore it or all of that, those things have an effect on your life. It may not have been in a sense of abusing, like you uh, experience uh, violence, mm-hmm. but it's still abuse. It's still something that is mentally affected you. Mm-hmm. It affects your life. And then you see how you deal with people. Mm-hmm. You see how you re- respond to the opposite sex. You see how you respond to the same sex. Yeah, right. So it does. Ha- you see how you deal with your own children. Mm-hmm. You know, so it does have an effect on you. Okay. We just don't. We don't, we, we may not always see it at the time, mm-hmm. but something will trigger it. Mm-hmm. Something will trigger it. Cause I can't speak for everybody else, but I do know that that does have an effect. You think yeah. about young boys who say, you know, I've heard young men, well, they're grown men now, but they would say, yeah, when I was little, you know, an older woman, right. she, you know, she messed with me and this, this, and this. that is a lot and of men. And they story. don't look at it like, right. Yeah. Like um sexual assault or abuse or misconduct. Yeah. But then when they become adults, you know, they kind of promiscuous or you know, they want to try yeah. other things or they feel like they can have anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so no matter what, it has an effect on Yeah. Them. It has yeah, cuz the root is that that's what happens to them. Yeah. And they you may not be able to identify it. And I right. think we're in a we're in a uh, stage where in a, a time where 
the name, you know, you're identifying, you're calling it what it is. So like past generations, even though those names existed, it's not like these names didn't exist. Sexual assault, sexual misconduct, all of those things, those were in place. But now you're saying this is what it is. This is what it is. You're not hiding or shying away from it. You're saying exactly what it is. And the main thing, even if you can't give it a name, you know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. If something don't mm-hmm. hit your spirit right, or something don't feel comfortable, or if you feel like you have to shrink in that particular situation, it ain't right. Mm-hmm. Even with sex between your partner, that's supposed to be something that's empowering. That's and, and, and that's good that you brought that up because yeah. uh, I've been seeing a lot of uh, people discuss that in conversation and interviews. That if it is not, you know, if it's a certain way, that's. That's not how it's supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be inc- it's supposed to be empowering. You're supposed to feel, you know, one with that person. You're supposed to feel connected. You should feel like they're blessing you, you blessing them. If something is shrinking you or making you pull back or whatever, you either need to look at mm-hmm. what you're doing, you need to look at who you're doing it with, <laughs> you need to look at what's on your mind while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Those are things that you need to explore to find out what's not setting well with you. Because a lot of times, too, if you've gone through something, it can affect your future mm-hmm. engagement with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a difficult yeah, it's, it, it's it's a so, tricky it's it, a tricky thing. It is. And the fact that you, you know, tied it to monetary um gain and monetary sacrifice or well things like that, you know, we have to realize that you know, monetary gain is not always the best gain. Mm-hmm. You know, we need money to get things done. Right. But sometimes God don't always bless you with the money. He'll bless, bless you with you the with stuff. The stuff. Yeah. And then when he, if he does bless you with the money, he, you know, you want to be blessed with the wisdom to know what to do with it. That's a great because point. Because the one thing about finance, if you let money rule you, it will rule you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, from my generation, I know we were about just, you know, being able to take care of our business, being able to take care of our children, being able to um, provide, you know, quote unquote, give your children something that you didn't have, yeah. you know, and that's good. But you also, have, we also have to remember, you know, that we have to provide them with the wisdom of the thing too. Yeah, that's a great point. So, cause now it's like, it's, it's you have to move past to give them something what you didn't have as mm-hmm. far as the tangible things. Right. Now you really have to give them something that'll yes. help them to navigate through <laughs> yes. life. Yeah, that's the and that's even more challenging. It is because you really have to spend that time. So it's I can't just buy you something, right? And um, yeah, you know I know when we got married, the first thing my uh, father in law told us to do get some life insurance. Okay, and so you know even now as I um, speak to people or minister to people, I'm worried about um, your quality of life, not the quantity of life. Mm-hmm. Not do you, ha- you know, are you able to get on vacation? Not are you able to get the big giant TV? Not are you able to get the newest car? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have health insurance? Okay. Do you have life insurance? Uh, do you have a, a small savings? Mm-hmm. Um, have, you know, what are your plans, you know, for your home, mm-hmm. things like that. Because once all that other stuff happens, then what? Mm-hmm. You only live once. Mm-hmm. But you get to determine, <laughs> how you, you know, it. based on how you handle your business, that quality of living. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
hey, you never know what might happen. You never know what you might end up. Right now, you know, you could be a two-parent household, but I'm at the age now where things are happening to my household, things are happening to my friend's household, and things can change at a second, and you have to be prepared. Mm -hmm. And so for me, to your generation, to my children, I'm always asking, okay, you know, are you prepared for this? You know, did you get your life insurance? Are you saving your money? Um, Pay your bills on time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Don't overextend. Those are the things that uh, are important right now because once you lack, Mm -hmm. it puts you in a position to settle. Yeah. Yeah. And financially, um, I think we're at a good place as the the knowledge piece because you see on social media that people are having um, classes and coaching sessions. People are teaching about Mm -hmm. money and what we should do with it and how we can invest in it and Mm -hmm. things like that. So we do have things that are going on that has generationally impacted us in major ways across the board, all races, all kind. But then we also have a positive outlook on it right now where we have the knowledge and we have the tools to make the necessary changes, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is, I think that's a great thing that we have. It is. It is. We growing, we glowing, we growing, we, we glowing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, episode three, Generational Advantage Part Two. We thank you for tuning in this thank week. You, thank you. I hope of you her were blessed. Roots Let us podcast. know what you're thinking. Let us know what you're thinking and make sure you share her roots with the girls in your world. You have just tuned into Her Roots, a Lincoln All Woman podcast where we share honest thoughts generational perspectives, and biblical truths. We encourage you to stay connected and follow Her Roots on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us for next week's garden experience. Invite the girls in your world.